ACAST. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's a question I hear regularly. Why salespeople need resiliency? Hi, and welcome to Sales is Easy podcast channel. This is Alan Meyer, your host, and Sales is Easy podcast is a place where we try to demystify and simplify sales process because uh, I firmly believe if you know what you're doing, if you are uh, evolving and learning new strategies and techniques, and if you work on your resiliency, you will make sales easy. Anybody can become an expert in sales if they are dedicating some time and effort to learn the secrets of sales. My name is Alan Meyer and uh, I'm your host and uh, I've, I've been 29 years now in international sales, last 15 years delivering sales trainings globally. I was lucky to deliver sales trainings on all six continents and the special resiliency training I delivered to people who are in sales for over 20, 25 years and still they feel like they got something from my trainings. So today's topic is why salespeople need resiliency. What do you think? Right? Uh, please leave me your comments uh, underneath the podcast. I really want to hear your opinions. Here is why resilience is important skill. Resilience is, I, I would even say, critical life skill that everybody needs to develop in order to thrive in their sales career, in a management career, leadership position, or in general in life. What resilience describes is your ability to recover from all the challenges that you faced in your sales day-to-day -day job, which means if customers throw something at you that you did not expect, how do you react, right? How do you respond? And there is a big difference between reacting, your initial uh, reaction, versus counting to 10 or finding the right words and then responding accordingly. Aristotle said a few thousand years ago that uh, appropriate emotion is needed for appropriate situation. And this is so true in 21st century sales environment as well. Because sometimes we salespeople can uh, make obstacles for ourselves with our behavior, with our action, the way how we handle situations. So someone who is resilient does not let difficulties defeat them. Right? The expression would be, I'm succeeding despite the obstacles. So uh, resilient salespeople, they do not let difficulties defeat them, but rather pushes them through hardships until they overcome them, no matter how hard, no matter how long. And the problem with salespeople is this. Uh, they all chase low-hanging fruits. That's fine. Of course, we, we try to close the deal as soon as possible. We try to get low-hanging fruits uh, from the tree and we try to get our quota fast and easy. But 
when the obstacles hit, when the adversity hits, what do you do? How do you react? How do you bounce back from unexpected challenges? Because the big difference between resilience and mental toughness is in this. Resilience means how do you handle unexpected situations. Mental toughness is you know you have a big meeting next week and then you are mentally preparing for the CTO to throw a million obstacles at you and you need to handle them well. So there is a small slight difference, but resilience is, again, it's an absolute necessity because in sales you will face adversity 100 percent you know i wish we have uh, you know when salespeople start with the sales career i wish there is a training to tell salespeople guess what you will hit the wall million times in your career you will face obstacles that you did not expect uh, things will be delayed your customers will su- suddenly go quiet after six months of good negotiation so uh, the earlier you are thought about the importance of resilience the better you will be in your sales career. My mantra, my, my coping skill with, with challenges is this. Think before you speak and respond. Do not react. So I'm going to name a few important parts. I think they are very important uh, to develop your, what are the benefits basically of developing resiliency. And uh, five things I prepared for you today are these. Coping skills, patience, awareness, support system, and confidence. So let's dive into all these five benefits right now. First one is coping skills. So one benefit of resilience in sales is that it teaches salespeople how to develop critical coping skills. In order to be able to bounce back from a challenge that your customer throws at you, you must learn how to navigate through that challenge. That doesn't mean that if they have any questions that uh, the deal is falling uh, through, that they will never, ever buy from you. No, that maybe it's a negotiation strategy. Maybe they have their own KPIs and measurements and they try to get the best possible deals, especially if you deal with procurement uh, guys, right? So your coping skills are, are really critical here. You must learn how to navigate through any challenge that customers uh, throw at you. It doesn't mean the deal is gone, that you're never going to be able to bounce back. No, it could be just simple way of uh, understanding where your customers mentally are. Maybe you're too fast. Maybe you're pushing them through something they are not feeling it's right for them, right? That, but it means, uh, the, the coping skills, it means that you, you choose to face the crisis head on rather than avoiding it. <laughs> In the early stages of my sales career, I was avoiding challenges. And probably, if you're honest to yourself, you avoided challenges many times, right? You, if you are on the business development side, like I was, then you have 20 prospects uh, you try to reach, and then a few of them are complicated, and they ask many questions. You focus on, on, on the easier ones, right? It's just simply easier. And when you have nobody else to close, then you go back to the <laughs> difficult ones. It's normal. It's, it's, it's human behavior, right? So, but in doing so, uh, when, when you face the crisis head on, you learn how to assess appropriately a situation and respond to it properly based on the specific circumstances of that sales situation. You can choose a strategy that will magnify the chances of a successful outcome, right? You probably had similar experience with somebody else before. You can even use with your car customers when they 
when they throw any obstacle at you, when they, they throw the objection at you, you can say, you know what? That's exactly the same question I heard from my customers, from one of my best customers in early stages. And now, five years later, they are my best customers because we successfully handled and showed them how they can benefit from my product or my service. So you try to actually connect uh, uh, the, your client, not with what you're saying, but that other people felt the same way. That's the old strategy, feel felt found, but you're not using these words that are overused these days, right? So I understand how you feel, Mr. Client. Other customers felt the same way. Here's the solution we found. So choose a strategy that will magnify the chances of successful outcome for you and the more measured emotional response. Control your emotions. I'm not saying you should not experience what you experience. You probably experience fear, frustration, anger, any kind of negative emotions. Fine. But what are you going to do after it? It's almost like building a bridge over your emotions. Acknowledge your emotions. Acknowledge your mental state of mind. Say to yourself things that you want to say. Or in internal meetings, say things about customers, how they're frustrating you and you cannot handle it and you are challenged. But still, power through it. Right? Find a way how to cope with the challenge and then find a more measured emotional response. Next one is, and I have to laugh about this, the benefit of resilience is patience. Yeah, when you talk with salespeople and patience, that's basically an oxymoron, right? So when we face adversity, we often want the challenge to be over quickly. But as you know, it's really the case, especially if you have a longer sales cycle. It, nothing happens overnight if you're closing, like a sales cycle is like 12, 18 months. And I've overcome some projects even two years long, right? So as you adapt to the situation, you learn how to wait and you become patient. And this is what salespeople in this day and age need to be patient. We can learn that things often don't change instantaneously. And then you learn how to manage your own emotions in the process. Of course, I actually managed, uh, I trained one team and that had uh, selling a software and the sales cycle was between nine to 12 months. And one guy was just impatient, said, you know what? You look like fish out of the water because if your sales cycle is nine to 12 months, you cannot expect on a second call that you're going to close the deal. It does not work like that. Maybe once in a blue moon, it's going to happen because things are aligned, stars are aligned, and your customer is actually feeling like, uh, you know, they found a great solution and you are a great vendor and that's it. But generally, patience is the key here. Manage your emotions accordingly. So when you are developing your patience, you're less likely to have angry or sad or a frustrating emotional response or any other negative emotional responses as a result of your own inability to wait for a situation to change, to improve, for them, for your customers to process what you're saying. Saying that, we learn to grow comfortable in the waiting with the ultimate knowledge that your circumstances will, in fact, change in the end. So if you believe you will close the deal, it doesn't matter if it's three months, six months, 20 months if needed, right? Of course, it's crazy if your cell cycle is shorter. But still, you learn how to be comfortable in your own skin and you will wait because you know that circumstances will change in the end. I had a friend, uh, we worked in, on the same team. He had Russian parents and he, he had a great joke. When customers give you net, and net in Russian language means no, when customers mean, they give you net, that actually it's a shorten for not yet. Not yet combined means yet, which means they're not yet ready. So say to yourself, 
If they're not willing to, to send you a contract or purchase order, they are not yet ready. What can I do to change the circumstances, to change their mind, to basically close that deal down the road? Next benefit is awareness. A part of learning how to adapt to situations involves learning about yourself too. And that's a tricky part as well, right? Because we salespeople, we think we know everything. I actually had one guy in my training saying to me, Alan, you know, I know any, everything about sales. I don't need any sales training. Well, you know, if you're 20 years in sales, you basically what, what this guy is saying, I learned everything in my first year and then I'm repeating it 20 times. It doesn't mean that you are actually adapting to situations, especially as you are aware with pandemic Things change. Rules of behavior change. You, can, you couldn't visit your customers. And you, if you're account manager, that's all you have, like face-to-face -face meeting to really understand, to feel the past of your customers, what's happening. And now it's gone. So how did you adapt to situations like that? Did you survive? Many people did not survive. Maybe people had lots of mental challenges, right? So, but think about the awareness as, uh, let's, let's put it this way. As you review the specific challenge that customers throw at you, and the crucial word here is specific. If your customer tells everything is wrong, you guys never deliver anything on time, it's always complicated, that's not specific, that, that's generalization, and it's hard to deal with customers like that. So you need to drill down, you need to put customers on a spot and ask him what specifically happened recently what specifically bothers you because you want to get the specific challenge in front of you so you know what you're facing so as you review the specific challenge from your customers you're facing also uh, how you're gonna uh, how you're gonna take time to examine how you are contributing to the issue maybe you did something wrong you want to really hear from customers is it you as a salesperson, is it your product or service? Is it the company? Is it the market? You want to know specifically what is the challenge in front of you. If you are the person who's contributing to the issue, issue to, to the challenges with the customers, like you're not responding, they expect for you to respond in 24 hours or next day and you are delaying things, well, guess what? You need to be aware how your actions or even your attitudes in a meeting can be altered in order to overcome this challenging situation. If it's about you, if it's about your product, then it's a different skill set. That's not about resiliency. Then it's a product knowledge, right? Or market positioning or why you message. Basically, many salespeople have a problem answering the question, why you? Why you not your competitor? So this awareness about your own behaviors, your own thoughts in a meeting with your customers, your attitudes even. And I mean, we, customers can read our faces as well as we can read their faces, right? So your attitude and your feelings with this awareness, it helps you to learn about yourself and make thoughtful decisions that can be applied to the scenario you are facing, to the situation you are facing. So when you are aware that maybe you are too quiet in a meeting when customers want you to speak up or opposite when we talk too much, right? Well, you know, if you're aware of that and if you see customers rolling with their eyes, then guess what? You know, <laughs> just change it. Be aware. So it is self-discovery is very important, which leads to enhanced clarity about the situation, about you, about the customers, about the challenges in front of you, which leads to an ability to challenge your old beliefs and then really assess false assumptions. Well, maybe customer is not negative towards you. Maybe they don't hate you. Maybe they simply are like that with everybody. Just try to understand. Try to have a dialogue with your customers and ask them, is it us or is it in general? Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with asking 
asking questions. But you want to remove barriers to your own success in sales. And you can only do that with uh, developing your personal awareness about your behavior, your thoughts, and how you control your thoughts and emotions, and your attitudes. Let me give you a bad example. One guy I worked with many years ago, he was always, after each unsuccessful call or meeting, he was always saying, all customers are stupid. Oh, these guys are idiots. Well, it's good to, to protect yourself from negative situations, but guess what? This attitude is not going to help you in long term. Next point I want to, to next benefit here is a support system. Another way that sales resiliency offers a benefit is by helping salespeople develop support systems in their sales job. So when salespeople face hardships and take steps to try to overcome those challenges, they often realize they need assistance, they need help. And this leads salespeople to reach out to their friends, colleagues, managers, or, or executives, or maybe even friends out of the work to be able to vent out or maybe even talk to your family or other individuals who can provide you the physical, mental, or emotional resources that you need to help you successfully navigate this challenging situation. <laughs> you would laugh, but uh, I had great dog. Uh, he's gone now, but uh, every time when I had challenging situations, I came home, I'm talking to my dog about it, and he looks at me, he turns his head left, and right, and I, I, uh, he felt my emotions, my frustrations. I just wish he could respond back. You know, I know it's, it's a crazy example, but whatever helps, it helped me tremendously because I vented out to somebody who will not be emotionally engaged, emotionally involved, who will not search for solution. And here is one thing you need to learn how to differentiate are we talking about the problem or are we searching for a solution? Sometimes your customers as well, they like to talk about the problem in front of them but they are not looking for a solution. Or sometimes they really, they don't want to talk anymore. They want a solution. They want from you the, the answer how you're going to resolve the situation. But for you, remember this, you need support system. You need to get out of, of to, to understand, is it unique challenges you experience or your colleagues or your managers experience this the same way. If you're an entrepreneur, ask yourself, do other customers have the same problems with me? Do I, can I see the pattern? Can I find the pattern? And can I find a support system? Can it be a coach? They could be outside coach. You know, I coach many executives on that, how to you know, resolve certain specific challenges for their work. Right? It could be coach, it could be mentor, it could be training. Whatever it is, right? you need to find a support system. And when you are working on your resiliency, the benefit of your resilience is uh, simply you will develop better support system in your career and in your life. And the last point I would like to mention in today's podcast is this, confidence. Yeah, many salespeople, they wear the confidence on the sleeves and they look like they know everything. They have all the answers. It's not about that, right? So pressing through hardships and overcoming sales challenges give us greater belief in ourselves. So from within, the confidence that you build inside of you, not what you say, how you present your persona to the outer world. So it gives you greater belief in yourself and your abilities, your skills. And you will see yourself as more competent and more capable because you've seen yourself successfully navigate the sales difficulties in the past. Like, you're not, you're not going to say to your customers, bring me another challenge. You know, I can handle anything. It's not about that. But when the challenge arises, even if you did not expect it, even if something new, you know you have skill set and resilience and mental toughness and knowledge and experience to navigate these difficulties because you did it before. And this confidence 
then puts you in a better position to approach future challenges with more optimistic outlook. Because now, within you, you have a more firm belief in your own abilities and your own skills. I'll give you a quick example. When I started traveling uh, to deliver my sales trainings, I was a little shaky when it comes to how I'm going to deliver my training in India, different culture, or China, or in some African countries, or in some, some countries that I never even thought I'm going to deliver a training. But here is the one important thing. Observe people and, and, and learn as you go. Different countries, different cultures, but the message was always the same. When you work with people, when you show them strategies, techniques, and ways how to do their job better, people will listen. If you put yourself like, I, I know it all, like a person who knows everything, well, people will simply kick you out of their office, right? Customers don't like know-it-alls. So the confidence come, comes from within because you, you, can, you actually know that you, ha- you can handle difficult situations. And now, coming back to my sales training career, now I know how to talk to for example, the group of Indian engineers who are now in sales or how to actually talk in, in for a Vietnamese customer, how to actually deal with their government regulations and government-run government run, uh, companies. Or in China, it's a different story. Or in Europe or South America even, like where, where the ego is a little harder, different, different actually than, for example, in North America. Like, you know, all these nuances of business. But, but confidence comes from doing it before and I know I could do it before. I, I, w- I was able to handle difficulties before. So ask yourself, you know, when the, when the adversity happens, you know, how similar is this to something that you experienced previously in your sales career? And with this confidence, you have much better position to approach any future challenges with more optimistic view, more optimistic outlook, because now you have a base within you, more firm belief in your own skills and abilities. So to summarize, what five benefits are for sales people from the resiliency? These are the five, five skills. Coping skills, patience, awareness, support system, and confidence. So resiliency in sales, it helps you to better equip you not to only face future challenges, but to develop crucial life skills. And these are the life skills that we all need that will help you be more effective and more efficient, not just in sales, not just in management role, leadership role, in life. As we grow in our resilience, we improve our coping skills, patience, awareness, support system, and confidence in a way that benefits you and those people that you manage or those people around you and even your customers. We then become more of an asset to our customers and better equipped to navigate any sales adversity we face in our career. So now I have a question for you. From these five skills, which one you will start developing first? Is it working on your coping skills, on your patience, on your awareness, support system, or confidence? Please let me know in, co- in the comment section or send me a message via LinkedIn or reach out to me via email or here on the, on the podcast site. I would really like to hear. I have some ideas actually. When I did the similar challenge in a live training, lots of salespeople say usually patience is number one. But let me know which one you feel it's the most important uh, sk- uh, part of resilience that you like to develop. And if you really like this podcast, can, you, can I ask you for a favor? Can you please subscribe to this because we're going to bring a good guest very soon. They will talk about these and similar challenges that sales leaders experience on a regular basis. And, you know, uh, 
listen to the previous podcast. Lots of podcasts were uh, recorded here on this site about resilience, mental toughness. And I would really like to hear more from you. What would you like to see in the future? Like one, one key thing, it's uh, open communication. I believe in that. And uh, reach out to me anytime. I'll be more than happy to hear your feedback or even answer your questions in the upcoming podcast. So saying that, thank you for listening. And please remember, anybody, not just salespeople, anybody needs to work on their resilience. But we salespeople, we truly, really need to develop our resilience in sales. Thank you for listening. This is Ali Meyer for Sales is Easy Podcast. Thank you, selling. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electricast production. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Electric acid.